Welcome back again to Bottom Line IT on the Michigan Business Network. Mike Maddox uh, with you today, of course, hosting this program for, I think, 38 years. No, just kidding. It's not been that long, but it sometimes seems like it. And we're so glad that you're with us. Chris Knapp is my guest. He's the president um, of Knapp Consulting and Knapp Strategic and also Accessibility part of his company, and we're talking about accessibility tools for people with uh, disabilities. Uh, And Chris, as as you've explained, I mean, this is near and dear to your heart, being uh, somebody with with blindness uh, and depending on technology for your business and personal life, like all of us do, um, and the advancements that are being made in accessibility in general. and, you know, as I think about this, I think about a couple of hurdles to advancement that have to come into play. Uh, the first one, I guess, I'll ask you about is cost. You know, so for for businesses on the web um, or in other places that are that are desiring to be accessible, uh, how do you weigh the, co- the cost factor? Um, how do you consult with clients on that? And can you touch on that a little bit? Sure. Yeah, there's a number of different options out there in terms of, you know, combining some of the live manual testing that that we can provide um, or do through our through our assessments of a website or a software product or system with, uh, you know, a different uh, automated test tools that are out there, uh, automated testing services. Uh, and, you know, it's also, you know, something that you can kind of chunk this up. And, uh, you don't have to sell the whole elephant in one bite. You just get, you know, started started putting together an accessibility strategy and start to, you know, deal with some of the critical areas that need to be addressed. And then, you know, kind of switch to more of a main strategy. So we provide everything from you know full comprehensive assessments to uh, what I scenario-based simulations, where you could just give us a list of use cases and say we want to know how a customer is going to interact with this, that, or you know whatever part of our our system, and we can go in and you know try to simulate that and provide our feedback through uh, kind of a reprioritization or um, just you know, focusing again on those critical aspects of a of a system or website. And what role does uh, regulatory compliance, or you know, the American with Disabilities Act, um, where does it, who does it pertain to? Like, you know, does it do? For example, if um, I'm going to sell product on the web and I, I have a you know widget and I'm going to build a website to sell that widget. Do I have to build my website to be accessible according to the ADA, or is is that has that been defined legally? Yes, I mean, really, the, all of those regulations, whether you know the ADA, the federal 508 standards, or um, just more generally the the web content accessibility guidelines, which is uh, you know provides that um, uh, set of of standards for how digital content should be made accessible to to consumers or users of websites. I mean, the the sectors that are paying attention to this stuff uh, historically have been, 
you know, the government sector, education, to a lesser extent, financial and uh, financial services, banking, those types of, of uh, sectors that are highly regulated or uh, provide a lot of, or receive a lot of public funding. Um, mm-hmm. The private sector has been a little slower to, to uh, embrace all the accessibility stuff, which I don't think it's because businesses don't want to do it or that they don't think it's the right thing to do. I think a lot of it is there is this, you know, a little bit of hesitation about, you know, I don't know what all is involved. I don't know what I'm getting my into. If I open this worms, you know, am I open myself up to risk or exposure? And that's, you know, why we, our approach has really been, you know, let's let's start with just taking the, you know, say kind of, you know, uh, you know, uh, look at what's going on and all in a confidential way, and then put a plan together for going to address some of these things. So um, it doesn't have to be scary. It doesn't have to be expensive. The most important thing is to just just start doing something. Yeah, for sure. And and we're out of time in this segment, but when we come back, I want to talk about what the bigger reason is, which is I, I think it's not only, there might not only be a regulatory reason for you to do it or a government mandate, um, but the fact that uh, there's market share and and it's about you know doing the right thing is always consistent with good business is one of the things I've always said you know good ethics and good business are the same thing and I want to talk about that when we come back so don't go anywhere we're going to have more with Chris Knapp right after the break stay with us this is Bottom Line IT on the Michigan Business Network <laughs> 